Hello, and welcome to our weekly podcast of Who's Here in the Hamptons. I'm Dan Retiner, your host, broadcasting from my home in the Hamptons, where I have lived for over 55 years. I've written a dozen books about this glorious place, and I've seen it grow through the years from small tourist towns, quaint fishing villages, and a summer playground for high society, to what it is today, a world-class resort for celebrities, artists, musicians, authors, and billionaires. In my podcast, I will bring you interviews with not only these people, but also prominent local people who have helped shape the Hamptons. My guest today on Dan's podcast is Scott Schwartz, who's the artistic director of Bay Street in Say Harbor. And I want to welcome you to the show. I want to talk to you about yourself and about the uh, venue and what is upcoming. First of all, uh, how long have you been the artistic director here at Bay Street? This is my ninth summer, which every time I say that is shocking to me because it feels <laughs> like it's flown by, but it has been nine years. Yeah, it's uh, quite something. Where are you from initially? Have you been coming out to the Hamptons since you were a young young boy? Or Well, I have, but not in kind of the usual way. I grew up in Connecticut and... When I was a kid, I think I was maybe about seven or eight years old, my parents bought a timeshare at Gurney's uh, in the winter. So we would come out the week after Thanksgiving. And when my sister and I were kids, of course, we would come out on the weekend. And then my dad would usually take us home and my mom would have friends out for the rest of the week at Gurney's. But we have been coming here, but it was always in early December, kind of for my whole life. And of course, uh, you know, when I got to be you know, in college and such, I, I would occasionally come out and visit friends who had family or, or places out here. But my, my full residence and full being here in the summers began nine years ago. What was your training and how did you get interested in theater? Well, I come from a theatrical family. My mom uh, was an actress before she had my sister and I and my dad as a composer and lyricist in the theater. And so I was exposed to it my whole life. And I discovered very early on that I wanted to be a stage director. It was actually in high school. The high school I went to, there was a very creative drama teacher who gave me the opportunity to actually direct shows when I was a high school student. And uh, it was a a small private school still there called the Worcester School in Danbury, Connecticut. And the teacher's name was Ruth Leibowitz. She and I are still friends. She lives in California now. Um, but she was an ama- is an amazing woman and be- had been in the Joffrey Ballet and had done all these experimental performance groups. And then she brought that to my high school, which was, which was great. I then went on to go to Harvard. And even though I already knew I wanted to be in the theater and wanted to be a director specifically, I decided to study other things to try to you know, get as broad an educational experience as possible. And so I studied psych and English, but I guess as a director and now as an artistic director, psych, psychology is still helpful. (laughs) Where were you working immediately before you were offered the job here? Sure. I was uh, a freelance uh, director. I'm based in New York City. I still uh, have uh, a home in New York City. And uh, because I have little kids, we uh, spend the fall, winter and spring primarily in New York, though I come back and forth a lot for Bay Street. I'm here full time in the summer. But I was a freelance director and I worked all over the country, all over the world. I've directed on Broadway, a lot of shows off Broadway, 
regionally from places like San Diego and Los Angeles to Houston to Atlanta and sort of everything in between. And uh, before Bay Street, I had already worked overseas in London and had a show that had gone to South Korea. Since I've been at Bay Street, I still do some freelance work the rest of the year, the fall, winter and spring. And I've had productions uh, in Europe, in Japan, again in Korea. Um, I'm actually going to Vienna after the summer to do a production. So I still work as a director all around the world. That's, that's great. That's wonderful. And there are particular challenges to uh, uh, Bay Street, I think, about stage and sure. all that. How, how do you deal with that? Well, to be honest, I love the Bay Street stage. The thing that's so amazing about it, and I remember coming here when I was in college and seeing Mercedes Rule and Diane Wiest in a production called Blue Light. It was the fourth season at Bay Street. When you sit in the audience, you have this incredibly intimate relationship with the actors. You know, it's three-quarter thrust, meaning that the audience sort of surrounds the stage on three sides. And, you know, the furthest row back is like 10 rows. So you really feel like you're close to it. But the, the thing that's also wonderful is we have a pretty big stage and we have an excellent technical crew. And so you can do big productions at Bay Street. And so the combination of intimacy and scale that we can achieve is really wonderful. Of course, there are challenges. We don't have what's known as a fly system. You know, many theaters have a system where you can bring scenery in from above, and that's not something we have. We don't have traps under the stage, so you can't go down. You know, again, some productions can bring things up from below, but of course, we're on the wharf, so we, we know what's below Bay Street. And there's not really not room for scenery down there unless it would get wants to get really wet. But it's um, but it's a lovely space, and like any space I've worked in, it has certain challenges, but it has such advantage in that you know you just have this incredible proximity to the actors and the artists when you're in the audience, and the actors feel such a deep connection with the audience when they're performing. That's very true. I think it's quite remarkable, some of the uh, productions that we've had there, including the very first one, which I believe wound up on Broadway for a while. I may be wrong. with uh, uh, Men's and, Lives, you mean? Yeah. I don't know that it went to Broadway, but it did have a, a, a wonderful life. And that was Joe Pintaro, who was a great playwright who was based out here. And it was about sort of Sag Harbor and, and, you know, the history, it was, it was, I was not here at that time, but it is a legendary production at Bay Street. Well, tell me a little bit about what's upcoming. Um, I know uh, we've just, we're just concluding the run with Mercedes Rule and uh, Mr. Yellen and uh, what happens now? Well, the run we're concluding is a wonderful play called Anna in the Tropics, which we've been very proud of. We just recently honored uh, Mercedes Rule and Harris Ulin at an event. Uh, so that, that happened last week and we were very proud to be able to honor them with the Joel Gray Lifetime Achievement Award. But what we have coming up is the big musical of the summer. You know, traditionally in August, we have taken a, a big musical and done it in the Bay Street style, which means sort of stripping it down and really focusing on the acting and the singing and the emotions of the piece. And so the musical we chose for this year is Ragtime. And it's a brilliant musical. It was produced on Broadway 
almost 25 years ago, it won the Tony Award for Best Score and Best Book, and, and I think a few others. I think Audra McDonald won a Tony Award for her performance in it. And it's based on the Yale Doctro novel. And of course, Yale Doctro also was, was a native out here. So we're really excited about it. It is actually the biggest production uh, in terms of cast size that we've done in my time here. It has 17 people in the cast. So it's a big epic show. You know, it's about a Jewish family and a white family and a black family at the turn of the century and their interactions and how they affect and change each other. It's also um, about social justice uh, as the novel is and about the need for this, this black man who you know, has really struggled um, to, to find a way to find justice. It's incredibly inspirational and, and also fun. I mean, there's a lot of dancing in it. There's uh, great singing and, and I can't wait. Of course, you mean uh, turn of the last century, not the current. Sorry, yes, turn of the last century, when, when they were writing ragtime music. <laughs> How long is that run? When does it start and end? Tell me. Yes, we, we start August 2nd. So from the time we're talking, it's about a little less than two weeks away. And we run through August 28th. And, you know, again, we're just, we're just so thrilled about it. We also have some other wonderful events we have a series called the Music Mondays series, which is uh, a concert series on Monday nights because Ragtime uh, runs Tuesday through Sunday. So then on Monday nights, we have the stage available. And in August, we have the Tony and Emmy Award winner, Lilius White, coming on August 8th to do a concert. On August 15th, the Monday, we have Ali Stroker, who won the Tony Award a few years ago for um, Oklahoma. And she's, she's astounding. She's been in a bunch of TV shows recently. Then we have a really cool event. You know, we've have a long and deep history with Emma Walton, uh, who of course is one of the co-founders of Bay Street and uh, her mother, Julie Andrews, who we all know who Julie Andrews is, I think. And Julie and Emma are gonna be putting together a reading of a new musical they've been developing called The Great American Mousicle. It's a family musical based on one of their, their children's, uh, children's books that they wrote with uh, music and lyrics by Marcy Heisler and Zena Goldrich and book by Hunter Bell, who are very funny, by the way. And we're gonna do a reading of that that Julie is directing on the 22nd of August. So that's our Musical Mondays concert on the 22nd of August. And it's also gonna be a benefit for Bay Street great cast. We have Jonathan Freeman, who's the original Jafar in Aladdin, Deborah Monk, Howard McGillen. It's, it's all these Broadway stars. Um, so it's, a, it's an exciting time in August. We've, got, we've literally got something on every night. There, that's wonderful. That is. Right now, I mean, they don't just come out here and you've got the stage busy with something else. So they're they're rehearsing where? Where are they? Where are they? Doing we that? generally rehearse uh, our shows in New York City, and a lot of that has to do with, frankly, cost of housing. Uh, because one of our biggest expenses at Bay Street, as I'm sure everyone watching this will know about, is that housing is very expensive out here to rent. And so we rehearse the shows in New York City, where the cast, um, generally the casts, are from New York, and then they come out here when their tech process starts, meaning when they're figuring out everything on stage for the production, and then they stay, stay out here the rest of the time. Have you got any plans for the fall for Bay oh, Street? 
We do. We have a lot of great events in the fall, really basically every weekend we have something going on. Uh, so the best thing to do is check our website, baystreet.org, to find out what's happening. But we have concerts, we have comedians, we have partnerships with local organizations. Um, you know, we, I think, are working with the film festival this year and, and we'll be showing films. There's all sorts of great stuff literally every weekend. And we have kind of a signature program that we do around Thanksgiving called Literature Live. And it's um, an education initiative that we created about 12 years ago now, where um, we put on a full production, often with many local performers and local artists, of something that's being read or a subject that's being dealt with in uh, high schools, local high schools. And we've done things like Of Mice and Men or The Great Gatsby or um, The Scarlet Letter and so on. Um, this, this year, um, we're, we're, we're finalizing the title, so I'm not gonna share a title, but we will be doing a production which will be open to schools for free for a few weeks in November during the day. And we, we offer many time slots when schools can come. So it, it works with their schedules. And then around Thanksgiving, we'll have a couple of weekends of performances for, um, for anyone to come and buy tickets. And we're very proud of that program and so proud to be able to serve so many local students and even students that go as far west as you know beyond West Hampton. Thank you for being on this uh, podcast with me, um, talking to Scott Schwartz, the artistic director of Bay Street, whose voice is clearer than mine at the moment. <laughs> and and uh, I'm excited as much as anyone uh, to see the show's upcoming. And thanks, thanks again for being here. Thank you, Dan. It's really a pleasure to talk to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.